Okay, are we ready? We are ready. I'm so excited for this one. My name is Dr. Heather. And my name is Professor Kayla. And we do not want to be here anymore. We don't. Please abduct us. And this is... Please abduct us. Please abduct us. Take us away on a ghost ship. Never to be seen again. Yeah, and this is a special episode on oceans. And we have today a special guest, local man, Alan. Local man. (laughs) I just spilled water. (laughs) And salty sea dog. (laughs) Not to be confused with Florida man. Yeah. No, he's not a Florida man. No. I have a story about a Florida man. We're making connections. Oh, yeah? We're making connections I later. Think I think there's lots of stories about Florida. No, like oh, the, the Florida men that I was going to talk to you about. The Bermuda Triangle. Because it's my Florida. Well, we work with Alan. We do. And all of us are conservationists, as we talked about before. And we mostly work with land animals, but mm-hmm. oceans are amazing, right? Like, let's yeah. just talk about oh. how awesome oceans are. What are your favorite oceans? Oh, my God. Situation? There are, like, seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> At least seven facts about the ocean I really enjoy. There's the Atlantic and the Pacific and the Indian. Yeah, the Arctic. And the... Antarctic. Antarctic. Is that one of the seven oceans? It was was just added recently. It was? Kind of like Pluto is back and forth in the the planet uh, lineup? Do they just like... Do they kind of just like... The Antarctic, are they like, yeah, this year you're an ocean... No, no, never mind. You're well, not so ocean. it's it's been a source of debate for a few years, but then they finally were like, okay, yeah, it's its own ocean. Now. Okay, yeah. it's an ocean. So similar to Pluto. <laughs> in yes, as an ocean planet. The we're big, talking about oceans today, guys. We're we talking, about, talking oceans about oceans because I, <laughs> not planets, <laughs> not planets. <laughs> Every single time we record, I always bring up Wakanda. You do. Every time. Uh, without and I fail. So this is my opportunity to just finally get it out of my system. Guys, Heather is going to peak today. I am going to talk about secret civilizations and my theories, and we're going to have a lot of fun. But I really love, like, we were talking about oceans, because yes. big thing that happened is Pentagon just released report it did that it was been that it's been talking about for a long time it's like hey and we just went to ancient aliens lives in phoenix lives. we went there have another drink yeah <laughs> <laughs> we went to ancient aliens lives and we had we a great aliens. time we had so much fun mm-hmm. and part of the panel of gentlemen who were mm-hmm. speaking um was uh this one guy what's his name i forgot Oh, shit. I forgot what his name was. I should have written it down. Yeah, we'll put it underneath here. We'll, we'll, the handsome gentleman part of Skinwalker Ranch. He's so cute. He's but astrophysicist. He's, what? Mm-hmm. It is on the tip of my tongue. I can't insert name here. This I'm, is I'm, where. I'm glad it was a very memorable experience. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really remember was. him so hard. Like, we really do. You know what it is? It's because we didn't get a photo with him. So, mm-hmm. like, he's he kind like of the one irrelevant to oh, us. Oh, no. One of the two we didn't get a photo with. So, let's just talk about going into Ancient Alien. The security to get in was more intense than the airport. Like, we really? We yeah, it was walked intense. right onto that airplane. But then to get into Ancient Aliens Live, oh my gosh, we were like physically assaulted. Yeah, we were patted down. There's in inappropriate downs. places. There was wands. They oh. searched our bags before we, we came in. We couldn't even like bring bags. bags. Yeah, they they unless like, they were tiny. They did this to us. Was... Our bags. That's what they did that to. And they were looking for things. And nobody could have smuggled anything into Ancient Aliens. The <laughs> point is we were in a very, very high security situation. But it makes sense why. Because. Because. Yeah. Skinwalker Ranch guy. He apparently, he revealed during Esquire. the show. Esquire. Skinwalker Ranch guy revealed that he was actually the head. I loved how the little, was it Nick Pope? I remember his name. I Yes. The MI6, yeah. he's like a uh, British intelligence, intelligence oh, and his whole his role voice. was to work on investigating for the government mm-hmm. UFOs and UAPs. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying, someone's been hiding a little secret from us. <laughs> and then that's that when they revealed, and he's like, that's right, I've been working for the, the Pentagon. S- for the Pentagon. America. So America. I love this story because I just picture... Marco Rubio sitting in his living room watching Ancient Aliens being like, 
Alan's triggered. These guys. Alan's triggered. These guys. <laughs> He's triggered. No, we're painting the picture for you, Just Alan. Just set the no, scene. We're setting, no, the setting the scene. Rubio's in his living room like, oh, these guys are making a lot of sense. I don't know Rubio's voice. That's not. He, that's he, it. He's an unaccented man. He's an unaccented. He's, yeah, he's thinking, got it these men are making a lot of sense. And he's all, we need to get to Congress. You know who we should get on this? The Skinwalker Ranch guy. Yeah! <laughs> he's like, we gotta get this guy out to lead the Pentagon investigation. So this man, which his credentials are pretty up there. He's an yes. aerospace space engineer, he's a PhD, he's worked for the government on lots of projects, and so he headed up this Pentagon project, and he announced all of these fun things, because the Pentagon report just dropped, yep. and we were like, what? We were there, we were all in our seats. We were all in our seats. We were the youngest people there. The we most like, overdressed yeah. people there. <laughs> your pink blazer, you were killing it in the I pink was. blazer. Thank you. It. Mm-hmm. It's a good problem to have. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, we were really excited about that. You know what we didn't do, though? We are so rude. We have this guest on. Alan, tell us about yourself. Local oh, man. Are we, so rude? we just local introduced man. you as local man. Local <laughs> yeah. man. Local man. There's a reason he is our guest today. Tell us about yourself. Um... I am sometimes known as the pessimistic environmentalist Esquire. Yes. Esquire. Um, you probably have seen me on the news uh, from April 6th and on uh, to, of 2022. I got arrested with uh, Peter Kalmus, uh, NASA physicist, oh. and um, uh, Dr. Gregory Spooner and Eric Gill, an engineer. We chained ourselves to Chase Bank, Los Angeles, um, oh, shut it down nice. for the day. And um, uh, that was because uh, Chase Bank is the number one investor in fossil fuel projects around the world. Um, but mm. I've done a number of nonviolent civil disobedience actions, uh, which has led me to meet the likes of Vice President Kamala Harris um, in Brentwood, um, uh, among many other uh, notable um, people. Yeah, Jane Fonda at the uh, People's Climate March <gasps> in Los Jane. Angeles. Yeah, she and I like, were both speaking at that event. Fonda. Um, Fonda ain't got a... Sorry. It, it, it was just a really, really good time. So I've, I've had a pretty good uh, time as an activist um, yes. speaking on behalf of the biodiversity of this planet. So I should have uh, introduced you as Alan Local Rebel. Local yes. TikTok star. Biodiversity. An infamous. Not on TikTok. <laughs> Not on TikTok at all. No, honestly, no. when we started working together, other people at work were like, did you see Alan on TikTok? And I was like, what? And all of us in the lunchroom were like, Oh, well, okay, so my, my face was on TikTok, but I myself am not on TikTok. <laughs> you, fun fact, you, you can also find me sometimes on TikTok. Um, Google at, him. Mm. At SD Snake Adventures. I also do snake wrangling here in uh, San Diego County. Uh, let's okay. just take a minute to shout out the snakes because... I didn't know that. If you yeah, see a rattlesnake, please do not kill it, oh, guys. Please if you see a rattlesnake me. around and you're like, oh my God, and you're scared... Don't take a shovel to its head. Don't feel like you need to protect your family in that way with violence. Walk just away from call, it. Just call Alan. He will for free. He will yeah. come and pick up the, the snake yes. and he will wrangle it and he'll do like one of these to the snake and he'll get it by the head and he'll give the it tail. a little kiss mm-hmm. and, and then he'll put it out in nature and you don't have to murder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't sponsor us, murder. Yeah. No. There are uh, there are between seven thousand and nine thousand snake bites in the United States every single year, mm-hmm. and uh, fewer than I want to say it's eight of them result in fatalities. I want to say the number is actually close to half of that. It's only about four or five. Really? Yes. Your chances of being killed by a rattlesnake are so insanely low, and Aww. also among those people that are bitten, more than seventy percent of them are from your fingertips to your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So. People are fucking with it first. Yeah. And yep. then the number one demographic of people that are bitten by them are men. And when yep. they're taken into the emergency room, I'm a big the, strong number, man. the number one substance in the bloodstream after it's the human alcohol. toxin is alcohol. Alcohol. And, and, How many snakes have you wrangled, do you think? Quit what? wrangling snakes. Besides La- your own. Uh, last year, we, as the San Diego Snake Wranglers, we successfully wrangled 352 snakes. Oh my gosh, that's like a snake a day almost. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really... Right? Yeah, 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 very, very close. But um, this year, we're actually hoping to actually get that number close to 1,200. Oh, we, that's Because speaking of the firefighters, um, mm-hmm. we have um, tried to ally with the, um, the fire departments because usually when people find a snake... If they don't call us and they don't kill it themselves, they call the fire department. 
but since the fire department is not trained yeah, they don't. what to do with them, yeah. they have mm. to kill them. But I'll they don't the like doing department. that. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a waste of taxpayer dollars. So we Pay have allied with them. Um, I've drafted a yeah. uh, liability policy that we can now all agree on. And then uh, basically they'll field all of the calls to us. And hopefully oh. we'll take them. And each fire department um, town within the county, they receive a few hundred calls a year. So we'll probably go from 350 to close to 1,200 this year. That makes wow. sense. It's kind of like, you know, when... I don't know if you're the type of person that kills spiders in your home no, or I don't. if you'd put them outside. I put them outside. But I, sometimes it depends on the situation. Like, I'll be honest. Like, sometimes I do murder spiders. Like, I'm going to be No judgment, guys. But it's only in a safe space. if it's in a very, like, if, if there's no way that I can safely get it out. Yeah. And it's me. No, I get versus, it. Like, if it's in my home, I'm like, you chose the wrong space. But outside, I would never dream of touching a spider. Uh, like it's yeah. outside. This is their territory. Right. And same thing with snakes. It's like if your snake is just out chilling, being a snake, why would you go out of your way to kill it? Just because you're like scared that it, it's just it's a jaw situation. Same with bees. I- when when it comes to the animals that I I mean, so like with snakes and uh, also with bees, it's like they're just so demonized for literally their own nature. Yeah. And that's what I can't stand a lot about it. And then also um, what makes snakes particularly like my soft spot animal is that they are the ultimate underdogs. Mm -hmm. Like everything in nature tries to kill them. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's birds of prey. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's wild cats. Humans. Yeah, like every single thing is trying to kill them. And they still do their thing um, regardless of it. And so what's really nice about being able to rescue them, not just point blank, we're able to rescue them. But we, um, we we study them while like they're in our possession. Like we, we record where we catch them, sometimes how big they are if we can, mm-hmm. and then we donate that information to local herpetologists at universities. Mm-hmm. So then we're able to get accurate mm-hmm. surveys on the snake populations of San Diego, nice. and um, all these different behavior things. And then we also teach a lot of classes. So like I myself and Bruce Ireland, who started the group, we go to you know um, uh, boys and girls clubs. We go to after school programs, schools. Museums, libraries, get the passion, get the associations, youth. get the youth and involved. So, so we yeah. kind of do um, like um, non uh, non peer reviewed research, which is like, even though I'm a peer reviewed research type of person, it's just like I, I can't in this situation. But um, I can't stand how demonized snakes are, and people think, oh, it's a it's an innate human fear that we fear snakes. That's not true. No, it's not. If mm-hmm. you whip out a snake in front of children, mm-hmm. oh, they're like, they're, can I touch it? They, they love, love it. it, but yeah. it's always the adults that are freaked out by them. It's and a kids. learned fear. You're absolutely right yes. because my daughter is the most cautious, afraid yeah. person ever, and I have so many pictures of her holding big snakes because yeah. in that moment nobody was afraid, so she didn't think that she should be afraid. Yeah, yeah. Fear oh, is Arlo. Arla will pick up anything. We we touch lizards all the time. We pick up any kind of animal that we find outside. Because I pick beautiful. up things. I pick up things. I'm a picker upper. But like men too. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. Not confirmed. But, and, and I'm so, so single. And, and people are afraid of what they don't know. And so when it comes to things like you know sharks, or mm-hmm. I have a. Kayla. I mean, that sharks kill four She's to five people. So rattlesnakes kill four or five people in the United States every year. Sharks, sharks kill four to five people every single year across the planet. Nice segue and, back to yeah. oceans, because that's what yes, we're talking sharks. about today. Sharks. sharks. Yeah, sharks kill people. Thank you, well, Alan. I mean, not very many. Yeah. But not very many. Not very many. Exactly. I the ocean is a beautiful, amazing, mysterious place. Zero like Zero fear. Of real quick. Anything. Let's just talk about the ocean is... Over 70% of the planet, right? 70% of the planet is 70% of the planet. And as land, dry earth dwellers, Mm -hmm. we are still on the quest of discovering all the animals. Last episode, we talked about cryptids, cryptids, how the okapi and the platypus were considered cryptids before people Mm -hmm. actually, scientists discovered them and were able to study them. In the same way, there's oceans. I remember the Challenger was a big mission yes. where they discovered all kinds of deep sea creatures. Yep. Uh, let's just talk about, talk about like maybe the giant squid. The People are giant just now in the past yeti crab, years. right? Freaking yeti crab can live in like this volcano, like impossible. Like oh no, 
Because we are, our own limitations and perspectives create bias on the idea of like what life is. Yes. So we just feel like anything that we can't explain right away, anything that seems a little bit too far-fetched is just automatically dismissed. And that is what I was trying to talk about last episode. I don't know if I was coherent at all about it. We never are. No. But what basically what we are saying is that there's a lot of stuff in the ocean that we don't understand. Girl. That's not anything new. Yeah. Everybody knows that. We know more about space than we do about our own oceans. Girl, comb jelly. Comb Let's jelly. talk about the comb jelly for Okay, a I don't know what that is. It has two complex nervous systems. It is so insane. The scientists Whoa. are still baffled by studying the comb jelly. They're okay. like, the nervous system is like any animal on this planet. They call it the alien of the sea. Because you can literally remove its brain and it grows it back. Whoa. You can wound it and it heals itself. It is the most amazing creature and it exists like the oceans. If you just study the oceans, there's so many things. Like a lot of people sometimes on my tours will ask like, oh, what's your, like I ask people what their favorite animal is. And sometimes people who are not rude Ask me what my fa- favorite animal <laughs> Sometimes is. Sometimes people and are not rude. I think a lot of people expect me to say a mammal because we specialize in mammals, but I always say a cuttlefish because it's like the yeah. alien of the ocean. It's so cool. Yeah, it's like, weird. Ah. It's weird. The, I mean, 97% of all species are invertebrates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so whenever pe- people are asked, yeah, their favorite animal, they always point to these charismatic megafauna, mm-hmm. especially mammalian ones. And like giraffes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, giraffes and other animals of the like are very Amazing. cool, but um, so there, there's definitely a sort of like, um, you know, of course, anthropocentric viewpoint, but then also just a a, a mammocentric, <laughs> mammalocentric viewpoint. Uh, 100% mammalian. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it, it, it bugs me. It really, really does. Yeah. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I mean, sorry for your trauma. It, it, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's just because people are not exposed to to the oceans or, or even like to no. bugs. A lot of people are yeah. afraid. Bugs. A lot of people, we were talking about fears, fears of snakes, fears of mice, Fears of the ocean. So many people are terrified. I think it's called the ocean. So lassophobia. Yeah. Oh, the lassophobia is a real phobia, and it means you're just a scaredy cat of the oceans. Well, so here's also another thing: is that people I feel like are not exposed to proper like methods of expression when it comes to like vocabulary, and so Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. like for instance, I fear no animal, but I have a healthy respect for certain Mm -hmm. animals. So so it's like hippos. I. Like, if there was an animal that I would say I am scared of, I would say it's hippos. Oh. But even then, it's like, it's not like if I see a hippo, I'm like, Shaking you know, having a meltdown boots. or something yeah. like that. It's You're like, just going to stay away from the hippo. I, like, I understand that I need to keep my distance from it's them. It's not a just, fear. Right. And, and so the ocean yeah. is one of yeah. those things where it's like, I've almost drowned in the ocean and whatever, but it's like, Who I... hasn't? Right. You know, like, <laughs> it, it, it's brutal. It's vicious. And so I, I just respect the ocean. because, And there's a reason yeah. that we don't know a lot about it. It's because it's fucking impossible to explore it. I mean, like, when James Cameron had his um, Titanic budget to yeah. be able to go to the bottom of the oceans, scientists were begging him, please, can we go on your submarines? Please, can, like, we put yeah. our probes onto your equipment yeah. because we can't get the funding to go down Isn't there. Isn't that sad? Less yeah. Hollywood been to space to think yeah. than have been in the deep sea of the ocean. I just learned right. on that Will Smith show on Netflix. He was like, I am one of the few handful of people that have been in this level of depths in the sea. And right. I, the, you're so right. That circles back to wow. the whole ocean things that we're talking about. Oceans. And the reason I bring it up is because every single episode we talk about aliens and life and blah, blah, blah. And me and Alan, actually, when we were doing a shift together, we talked about, I asked him a question and he had no idea that I had a podcast or anything like this or Adela. I was just, we were just two human beings talking. And I asked him, what do you think about alien life? What do you think about spirituality? What do you think about all these things? And I have to give it to you, Alan. You're a very fascinating person to talk to, so we're really glad to have you on this show. And you sure are. You made a really great point in the sense, well, okay, I don't want to speak for you, 
So when I asked you about aliens, do you remember what you said? Like I was like, do you what do you believe? Do you believe aliens exist? Do you remember what you said to me? Um, I don't remember the specifics because apparently it struck a chord with you. So if anything, I I, I don't want to muddle it. So <laughs> you don't I, I'm, I'm saying, okay. please go ahead. And to my memory, you said, ah, I think we humans. Two things you said. One, humans really cannot deal with like death and our own mortality. So we have a lot of ideas to try to make sense of life and things like that. But another big point you made was, I don't think it's scientifically probable, like the probability, because we were talking about this earlier about space travel and how long it takes yeah. to get to you. Like it, E equals MC squared, the speed of light, all of that. We know to travel like what it would take to travel to the earth constantly like if well, aliens yeah if aliens were coming here constantly that would be incredibly complex that would take a lot of time maybe wormholes mm -hmm. maybe wormholes yeah. maybe portals maybe gates maybe stargates girl i love me some stargates uh, that's like a great movie we love Team stargate we love that show well. yeah Thanks, we love guys. it we love warp drive we love all of it yep um but another idea is because of that level of travel that it takes, you, you that really struck a chord with me. You're like, it takes so much effort to get here. And so you're like, it's because they're already here. And that's when I connected the dots. I was like, there's been UFO sightings and legends after legends. As I'm an investigative mythologist, that's where my PhD I is. And I love lore. We I love history. Holland. I love mythology so much because I feel like it's human stories sprinkled. I respect every Bible. I respect every holy writing. I respect all of it because it is a glimpse of the past. Yes. And to our ancestors' perspectives. And that's what's so exciting to me. And I'm like, there's been stories constantly. And literally, we're here. Let's just talk for a minute. Quick. Real quick. We were talking about the ancient aliens guy who just really the POSC Pentagon report the Pentagon report. Pentagon report big thing a big video on that was the go fast video is what everybody knows it yes. as it's that TikTok like TikTok 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 looking object that's speeding over the water delving into it coming out without the same it's not obeying the laws of physics no, in the same way. No, there's, there's no clear there's no signs of propulsion. Propulsion, exactly. And there's so much footage of it. The government is perplexed by it. Um, I watched Navy pilots yeah. were sent out to, to observe it. it, and they were just like, "Yeah, go, go look at it." And what did they say? They were like, "I don't know what this is, but Woo! they're going to take videos That's of fast. it." And they're like, "Woo!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what they said. They said, and I quote. <laughs> That's what they said. True. And there was a water disturbance. The big theme was it water disturbance. They went down into the water. TikTok. TikTok. I keep saying TikTok. <laughs> these TikTok tic objects were it sometimes in fleets. And mm -hmm. it was there was water bubbling up over the ocean and they were seemed consumed by it. So I have a big theory that maybe it's not aliens per se. I have this theory, they, and this is why I keep bringing it up. Hang on. They're not aliens if they live here. <laughs> if they live here. Just messed up my hair. Yeah. Bitch. Messed up my hair. Girl. Girl. They oh, aliens if they live, live here. here. Exactly. So I have this whole big theory okay. that it is an ancient civilization mm -hmm. that still lives here and I see <laughs> okay. cut to Alan's face what are your thoughts on this and I'll explain myself but what do He's you think cry because we've seen We're this gonna make him cry. we've seen this video footage like it's uh, undeniable like what do you do with that because human our brains we like to make sense of things we like to see faces where there's maybe you not faces deny. there what is your what is your thought process behind these ideas you can't deny that we are experiencing weird stuff like okay. weird stuff. Yeah. So, um, so explain it. Experiencing weird things does not mean that it is the weirdest thing that you can think of. While it's true that reality is stranger than fiction, um, 
you cannot plead a um, personal incredulity, basically, in that, like, just because we cannot understand it means that it's either not real or, again, it's stranger than you think it is. Um, when it comes to the ancient civilization um, hypothesis that you have here, I'm just really, really quick. What are, just because th this mm -hmm. is my only way of getting a pulse check on this, what are your thoughts on, like, the Megalodon still being alive? Mm. Um, I we would know I that know. they're so big. I don't okay. know. I love dinosaurs. Like yeah. honestly, it's the <sighs> reason. Like I love mystery. I love unanswered questions. Megalodon. I I don't have an opinion. I have okay. an opinion. So Strongly. the reason. What is your I, opinion? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked. So what's what's Kayla's opinion? I think that it's uh it's it's like they are still around. It's just they have kind of like. I don't know if I want to use the word evolved, um, but they're just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Adaptation. Where do they live? The ocean. No, where? I don't know. Which ocean? The ocean. I don't care. <laughs> okay, so, so, so a deep ocean. This is actually really good. Okay. I'm just thinking like they. Okay, yes, megalodon was dinosaur sized. It was big, but then it's, it it comes. It just it like what we were talking about with Kelly. It's just like food food supply. They just get smaller okay. and smaller. The smaller ones. So Adapt. I did. So the reason why is because the so megalodon is a warm water shark. Okay. It cannot live in places like the Marianas Trench in order to evade for its sure. view. And no. it, 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 there's nothing down there for it to be able to eat. But you Even can't. in places like the mesopelagic zone where you, you have arguably the highest biomass resource of anywhere else in the world. I mean, you're, we're talking like 65% of all living organisms body weight is in this 200 meter to 1000 meter Fine. range you but they don't they, they they could not live there and if they did we would find them so when it comes Species to it, it, when, I, when i said do you guys like believe megalodon you were like well we would we would find them like if they're so big so then why wouldn't we, we be able to find an ancient ancient civilization oh that's, that's oh what? i'm so glad you asked that because I'm we have so found ancient civilizations oh because my we gosh. literally no, have no, 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 no. that Let's was talk so about beautiful alexandria that was a beautiful segue it was a beautiful no segue. alan literally just alan, alan you alan the segue agway uh, like agway you uh, that's your new name agway because it's alan <laughs> and segway you are agway now agway he is agway our senior environment correspondent yes let's talk about lost cities because that's what I think I am like why are we spending all this money on discovering space I Dude. our planet is so beautiful and there's so much richness like when you talk about life that can live in so many different areas and I think the big thing is lost cities let's just talk about lost cities okay. for a minute there are 200 sunken cities in the Mediterranean alone alone 200 and so you're the naysayers are gonna be like atlantis isn't real no plato one of the great philosophers that we respect he wrote mm -hmm. two books about atlantis he did. they said that there's a lot of people talk that there's more books written about atlantis than like a lot of other subjects like <laughs> And that was a direct quote. Yeah. Then, like, direct a quote. lot of other subjects. Right Fact, Atlantis, like, Google it, Google it. Google like, it. there's more, quote like, I'm not the first person to be like, guys, have you heard of Atlantis? This is a pretty no. scandalous topic. What's Atlantis? Tell no, me. everybody, everybody has anybody been knows about obsessing Atlantis. about Atlantis. People have dedicated their whole lives to finding Atlantis. Mm -hmm. There are, it is a whole, and, like, when Plato wrote about it, he wrote about it with it in mind of being 9,000 years before his time. Ice Age stuff. Ice Age. So, and let's talk about pre, so we're talking about prehistory. Yes. Right? Sure. There is a place called Asteria. Asteria? And Asteria. It's like a Brianna song. Well, the legend and the myth is that it fell from the sky and became an island. Whoa. I didn't know that. Right. Tell me about that. And if we study, what is it? Oh my gosh. Yonguri, Japan. The underwater cave city. I love how you pronounced that. You did a really good job. I just fake it till you make it. I could be 100% wrong on how. You're not. 
You're well, not. Like, all right, let's start it. The last ice age was 14,000 years ago. Okay. So a lot of modern human history, we talk about history, right? Prehistory is yeah, caveman so, times, like everything before writing, like to our knowledge, right? What would you define prehistory? Um, I mean, like definitively, categorically, it, history is before the before writing. Yes. Um, sometimes, though, I would argue that we you would say pre-civilization. So I'm, for instance, of the opinion that we should change our calendars to not say 2023, but rather 12,023 mm-hmm. instead, because first civilization started to pop up about 10,000 years ago, which is usually also when we started to have things like writing and advanced systems of society. So, yes, and math. Anyway, so about 10 to 12,000 years ago, maybe, is where history began. And here's a fun little topic, like that's accepted as that's the timeline because um in previous episodes we talk about how i grew up with a father who really believed in creationism the six literal days yeah and they have a strong belief that uh human history is only six thousand years old and so like literally if you study dinosaurs Anything, archaeology, anything, carbon dating, like, and they have all they're these all like, fun nah, reasons. It's not real. Like, they're like, oh, they're petting the stats. Like, but it's just like, Satan I explored, put the like, I literally, there. like, I play the devil's advocate on every topic. And this dating, and especially the ice age, mm. and human history, especially when it comes to writing. Can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. with the grapes. <laughs> You can't stop me. Like Greek mythology. Just feed me the grapes like this. So it's here, fun. Here, here's the thing, though, about, about Plato's investment in... What do you and, and other people's investment in things like Atlantis and lost civilizations. Mm-hmm. You can't fall prey to, not to be punny or anything, the sunk cost fallacy. Oh! You don't want to... Fo- Just because you've invested a lot of time into something doesn't mean it's true. doesn't mean it's right. This is yes. true. So, However, I always ask Why? Why would somebody believe something so hard and have a community of people who believe something so hard because that human they, beings they are gullible. dedicate their life to it? Human beings Here's, are very gullible. But where there's smoke, there's fire. Here's there's I, I agree. Going on. I agree with the gullible thing. People yeah, we're want, oh, totally people gullible. want answers. People don't like not having answers to things. You're right. And so when so, there's a question, yeah, because you can't deny that things are. Tr- you can't deny that there are speckles of truth, and these people are just trying to find this truth they're grasping they're onto grasping something. onto something and they're they're researching it and 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 like i feel like a lot of our history has been lost and that's a lot why of our history has been lost that's why and i bring up alexandria exactly the library of alexandria we have so much of history that could have very well been wiped away look at all of the the pyramids look at everything that we learned about in yes. ancient aliens like with every all of these structures all of these ancient civilizations well, that they're all just like oh aliens and it's them not even it. the library what? of alexandria what if it wasn't aliens what if we just literally yeah. had this technology as humans and what if we all were just literally that smart and if we were that smart we wouldn't have had a backup drive <laughs> i don't know there was an stone. ice we haven't stone. we haven't dealt with like an ice age where humanity has been wiped out well, well, well I mean, modern day, no modern day modern day wiped out yeah there were only 2, 000, 3, 000 of them left at one point yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm just saying like yes us with our hard drives and all of our backup and stuff like that like fine we haven't experienced a mass extinction we might and a little while very soon but yeah. we just don't know what these ancient civilizations we don't know what they had we don't know what they well the fun part is is that humans yeah. are technically the newest kids on the block that's the fun part <laughs> pertaining, yeah. to, pertaining to what pertaining to what as far as evolution and everything humans and wh- what we are today yeah I'm just we're saying, kind of like, the newest thing on the block when it comes to all of human life uh, all of life on this planet. We all started from the ocean, and this is about oceans, right? Sure. We all came from the waters. Okay, so here's actually something that I was so excited to share with you guys, because I've I've had this on my phone for so long. Let's do this. I I had an encounter with somebody in the wild 
regarding oceans and in the wild. Yes. Where, where, what? This person shall remain nameless, and I will actually say it was not me myself who was having this direct encounter with this person. It was somebody that was very close to me, and they Uh shall also remain anonymous. But basically, we'll find out. We're gonna get the tea. uh, No. Um, So it was. Somebody said, you can't convince me that we can go to moon and space, but can't reach our own ocean. It doesn't make sense. Like, we can send our technology to other solar systems, but not the middle of the ocean. That makes no sense. Well, I don't know. The word cannot is, I think that's the asterisk. I don't. Cannot is the word. Well, and and so so that that was just the the, the first thing. Okay. And then. I agree with this. And then to that, the original person that was close to me said, please don't be this person. It's not quirky to say dumb shit. (laughs) Yeah, right? And, um, don't be this person. and then somebody, somebody responded with, I don't know, I strongly agree with this person because we haven't reached the bottom of our oceans. What has been found is lost cities and so much more. There's more sea life than has been accounted for. I always think it's funny that we claim to know that magma is at the core of the earth, but how do we know? <laughs> They I always think it's funny. We, oh yeah, magma at the core of the earth. But how do we know? If we can't make it to the bottom of the ocean and no technology has been designed to withstand such depths, it's wild and will forever blow my mind. They're finding things as recent as ten years ago that were scientifically true to come to find out to be untrue. I just also think, why stop searching for answers beneath us, you know? Media definitely is obsessed with outer space, and Mm -hmm. I'm as curious as anyone else what's out there, but I'm also curious what's at the bottom of our ocean. And this is where shit gets, like, really, really insane. We are 80% water. Like, we must be partly related to things in the ocean (laughs) because there's also mammals in the ocean. There are just too many coincidences for us to not be related Water is vital for existence, but yet for centuries, people didn't have the convenience to have clean public water, and shockingly, still not accessible to everyone, even within our own country. Okay. So something that's so vital, and we can't live without it, yet have managed... I'm going to put a pin in this water thing. Okay, so... That, that that was it. Like that is a that's, real. That's a tip. Look at look at like, how that, long that, that, that is. Show the camera that, that, how long this. That is, is a real transcript. Oh, a real person. God. I did not misrepresent it. That was a direct quote. Oh, you direct so, quoted the, that. So when it comes to the conversation of yeah, exploring the depths of the ocean and the ancient cities and stuff, it is so near and dear to my heart that I address it because for yes. fuck's sake, like it is like if we were smart enough thousands of years ago mm-hmm. to now be able to fly Tic Tac yeah. around, yeah. we would have thought of ways of preserving our legacy. No, better. we wouldn't have because we're dumb. Well, no, humans but are we dumb. have. We've done it now. But I know, but that's the thing. Are you humans familiar are so with the selfish. Voyager records? Humans are so selfish and dumb, and they're not just—they're not going to be like the International Space Station. If we didn't get corrupted by the basically the the system that is like, oh, it's too expensive to upkeep and maintain it, so let's use Tesla to send stuff to the moon and Mars. The ISS and all of our satellites would still be there. Yeah. Like, and yes. there are there are tons of them that are still out there. So why would an ancient civilization of humans, if they were far more advanced than us, why wouldn't their satellites still be there? So, and are you telling me our, maybe they were more skyscrapers? They would still be there. Alan, are you telling me right now that you don't think black people are smart enough to have an ancient civilization? It's <laughs> called Wakanda. Don't get me started on Wakanda. It's ridiculous. No, oh, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. All right. Oh, nigga, you started it now. You started it now. He just literally said. He said, Wakanda is ridiculous. Let's 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 talk about this. For cause you bring up a great point about human civilizations down and one this tears. I'm 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 resuscitated by the tears, tears oh, of naysayers. Oh, tears are so no, delicious. I love this conversation. It's great for me. Because you know why? Because in the sense, Ice Age. Let's just talk about the Ice Age, okay. let's right? Talk about it. Ice Age, in from, from as a scientist, as a biologist, Ice Age, how long ago? Uh, ended about 14,000 years ago. So did your mom. She wishes. 
and <laughs> Ice Age, that long ago. Polar caps, all of this. All of this is happening. Flooding, flooding, flooding. So yeah. how many civilizations, like, I think we have an idea of mankind and we think of them as cavemen. And yeah. I think all of cavemen exist but are we not giving them credit on intelligence? Maybe we're that's thinking my, about like the SpongeBob case. That's my big <clears throat> question is are well, we not <clears throat> giving prehistory enough credit on intelligence? Intellect is different than technology. And technology. True. Intelligence and technology True. and development. Because so for instance, we've just recently a paper published on January 5th of this year oh, was I'm familiar with at, it. Was taking a look at skull like it was scanning the skulls of dinosaurs. I love to that understand their their cognitive abilities, and basically we found yeah. that Tyrannosaurus rex of um, all three of the subspecies, I believe, they were basically on par with corvids when okay. it comes to their intellect, which are among the top twenty smartest animals in the world that we first off are aware of, but then also on our scale that we use to measure intelligence. Yes, corvids are capable, which, is... which are about as smart as a seven-year-old human being. Yeah. Basically, when it comes to problem-solving skills elephants. and tool resources, all that kind of stuff. Seven-year-olds so, When it comes to um, hominids, whether it's Homo sapiens or the 20 other hominids that we are aware of that have existed, um, they are intelligent. They could use things like tools. And we've actually found evidence recently of Neanderthals having things like you know music, art, all of that yes. kind of stuff. Well, so, yeah. while they, so just because you are smart doesn't necessarily mean that you've created immense technology. That's the important thing to know. And yeah. human beings are not getting any smarter. It's just our tools are getting fancier. Tools are getting fancier. You're very right. Yeah. So in that exact train of thought, because there's two different times in human history that we know of, recorded human history, yes. where knowledge, books, writings, everything like, okay, let's just... Alan respects books. Alan respects Wait, writing. Does Alan like books? Alan. I've, I think I have about 400 titles at my house. <laughs> Local so, biologist. Can you imagine if you had respects. a library and then it was all underwater, like Alexandria. Well, uh, uh, Alexandria got burned to the ground, but that's not the only great library. There was actually a great library in Iran yeah. that was invaded, fun fact, by the Mongolians. Wouldn't oh. expect that. And yeah. they destroyed. They so, how much, so how much of human history has been lost? How much of human knowledge has been because lost? Because think about even comparing contrast. Because we talked about how much we hate rodents, right? right? How they carry disease. No, European history, where they were medically in science, and then people had to go. We watched the physician go to literally the east and go. To actually understand medically what's going on with people, like, mm -hmm. over and over and over again, there's been a dichotomy in human experience and human knowledge. So, I wonder, I cannot help but question and wonder, knowing that Ice Age is on the brink, knowing that Ice Age is a thing, what's the only safe place? If over and over again, because we talk about... Even now, uh, in our in our modern time, the polar caps are melting. Sure. Human civilization is going to change drastically. I think we can all agree that human civilization is going to change no. drastically. However, Heather. but if the the shifts that happen, like, can is it too outlandish to think? Is it too outlandish to think that there has been a civilization that has withstood? Ice Age, Ice Age, because what's the, what's the common denominator? Massive floods, water, 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 water. What's a holdback? How do you, if there's a civilization that held on to their civilized lifestyle, their knowledge, their base, and they're hiding in the waters because well, where, where, the, all, where all that's going to happen. Antarctica. There's so much places to hide. There's we so literally many places admit. to hide on a daily basis as humans that we don't know anything about the oceans. We cannot yes. say. The ocean's a We cannot be ignorant enough to say that we know where they would be hiding. Well, we don't know where they would be well, hiding. So, so just because we've only explored 25% of the oceans yeah. doesn't mean that they're occupying the other 75%. No, it doesn't mean they're occupying because the other 75%. It, it could mean that they're occupying 20%. 
15 percent well, we but, don't know but it, the moon but, but but it's sort of like the megalodon instance where it's like we understand what conditions allowed for megalodon to exist mm-hmm. so then therefore if you eliminate all of the possibilities that are left for instance warm coastal waters of a shark that eats certain sized things if you take away all those variables, then it's like, okay, well, then it couldn't exist anymore. So it's like, well, if we don't have even very many um, water vessels that are capable of withstanding the depths of the ocean, then we can safely assume that human beings could not build entire civilizations that are capable of withstanding that. And if they could, we would we be able to detect them. We because we are able to detect the traces of every other type of life form in terms of what they are able to emit in the form of greenhouse gases. So if there was a civilization that was even, even if they didn't need the sun or anything like that for, or anything like that, let's just say they were like, um, they were like chemosynthetic organisms, right? Where they use the molten core of the earth to power themselves. They would have to give off incredible amounts of emissions that we would be able to detect. I see your point. I see your point. But at the same time, look at. Okay, let's just bring it back. Like, <gasps> no, no, let's just bring it back. I love to the this. Whole... This is so fun. Ellen, no, just... we have important questions for you. Important questions. As a conservationist, how many cigarettes have you smoked off the floor? Zero. Okay. Oh, okay. How right. many cigarettes have I smoked off the floor? Yeah, off the floor. Zero. Okay. I can I can say right. uh, three. Oh, okay. Three. All right. So me and Kayla have been a very. Um, involved in cleaning the beaches mm-hmm. and we only use paper straws only use paper straws like big deal. so we fixed it yeah. we fixed we so fixed the ocean so how do you feel alan about are you excited um, about how how the paper straws have fixed the ocean problem they haven't what i mean the amount of plastic waste that is created in general like relative to the straw production is laughable However, I think that the straw debate is the perfect microcosm for understanding our consumption. If we cannot as a society allow ourselves to remove plastic straws from our consumerist diet, if you will, then we are not going to be able to get rid of plastic as a whole, which (laughs) needs to happen because plastic is petroleum based. (laughs) So... We thought the oceans were clean with our plastic straw (laughs) exits. It was 600,000 tons of plastic that were exported from the United States. I thought it was saving the turtles. And then China itself was 1.2 million tons. Are you telling me the oceans aren't clean? Are you telling me turtles are dying? dangerous is permafrost and why doesn't Kayla's dad love her? Okay, um, so how dangerous is permafrost? The permafrost isn't the issue, it's the shit that's inside and underneath it that's the issue. But why does my dad love her? Yeah, I feel like you're screwing I think that sounds like a you problem. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Um, fuck! (laughs) I need to analyze and tell me. I'm going to need that. So, here's, um, are you an only child? No. What, what number in the succession are you? Number one. That's why he doesn't love you. Is because you took time away from mother first. Okay. That's a very Freudian answer for you. But anyway, okay. so, so yeah, again, permafrost is not dangerous. It's the shit that's inside and underneath wow. it. Wow. Most notable being um, incredible amounts of stored carbon and methane, and then also ancient oh. pathogens. Okay. Okay. Why do men cheat? Um. So we were talking just a few minutes earlier about um, like the part of our brain, like love, like how it's a very basal thing. That is a completely separate part of your brain from lust. Love and lust are completely different brain functions. So it's unfortunately biologically possible to love somebody and cheat. That doesn't mean you should, but it just means that that is why it is possible. Why men cheat? You'll have to ask each individual man to find that out because I could very easily ask women why they do it. So what's... Okay. When it comes to... How can we help? Yeah, how can we help? How what can, can we, help? we do? What can we do? Uh, help what? Just uh, open-ended. How can we help? Um, um, <laughs> talk. Talk with people. Building community is the way that we can help. Yeah. Knowledge is power. We spread it by communicating. We 
are afraid of things that we don't understand. And the best way to understand things is to continue learning. And the only way we really learn things is by talking. Adversity and opposition mm -hmm. breed strength. Diversity is what strength is made of. Yeah. So that's the best way you can do it. Yeah, so well, we help you. We meant specifically you because you. you seem like you're in, in pain. So. Oh, how can you help me? How can I help you? Oh, I mean, that, that, me being in pain, that's just... That, that's just my chronic state. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> chronic state. All right. Much like us. Yeah. Um, um, like, would... I, mean, I mean, honestly, the answer would, would still be the same, talking. I love okay. talking. Just, just letting it all out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Who would win in an arm wrestle? Or a thumb You or Greta Thunberg? In an arm wrestle? No. Arm wrestle. Yeah. You? What about an arm wrestle? Or, I mean, I mean, no. A thumb war. Thumb war. Um, I don't know. I think you would win in an arm wrestle against Greta would win an arm if, wrestle. If, if I didn't win an arm wrestle against Greta Thunberg, I feel like I would have to kind of cash in my yeah. weightlifter card. But a yeah, thumb yeah, I mean, a thumb war. for whatever. I mean, I haven't been in an arm wrestling match in years. Arm wrestle. Me. All right, here's the, arm wrestle. Here's your right right Here's your ten. Yeah. Arm wrestle. Yeah.